Hey, hey guys. Hey, sippers. Welcome back. <sighs> A much needed break. I am so glad to be back. So glad to be back with you guys. So come on in. Let's get this party started. Welcome back to Sip With Joy Season 2. A show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings. And I am that girl. I am Joy M. Hutton, your host. I am a serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine. So I'm glad to be back with you guys today. I am... You know, September was much needed time off. It was busy. I had New York Fashion Week. I was, um, my mom was in the hospital, unfortunately, but she is doing a lot better. And, um, you know, we had my sister's anniversary. So it was a, it was a, a packed month, but also an emotional month. And so I'm glad that, you know, most of all, my mom is doing better. And yeah, we are back with Sip With Joy. And uh, today's wine is a Zinfandel. This is by Michael Lavelle. And shout out to uh, Mr. Crump for sending me this wine. And I will tell you guys more about that on the sip of the day. Because I know y'all like to get that knowledge about the wine. So I'm going to take a little sip here. Mm. Oh, that's good. So other Zinfandels that I like, and this is a red Zinfandel, obviously, um, not a white Zinfandel. Zinfandel is from uh, wine, uh, Brown Estate. It's a black-owned um, winery out in Napa. But they have some really good Zinfandels out of that uh, winery, out of that vineyard. So, yeah. Hey, Robin. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Sharon. Miss y'all so much. I miss y'all. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to get into that sip of the day later. But today's topic is have a baby by me. Now, listen, I ain't, you know, I ain't going to make nobody millionaires by having a baby by me. <laughs> But the topic is have a baby by me because babies have been the hot topic between me and my friends. And, um, you know, it's it's been a topic for quite some time, especially the older I get is something that we talk about. And so I want to talk to you guys about that. So I'm 40. Um, for those of you who did not know, I know I look not a day over 25, but I am 40 and I do not have children and I, I still want them. You know, I know, you know, we have the biological lock and all those things, but I'll never forget after I got a divorce and I had just turned 36 and I went to my OBGYN and asked her to do a hormone test and to see kind of where my egg levels were and whatnot. And the results revealed that my egg count was low. Now, this is coming fresh out of a divorce. Actually, I was still in the midst of the divorce, but we were separated. And so I'm 36. Now I'm no longer married. And to be told that my egg count was low, I was devastated. So I was depressed. I was freaking out because I'm like, man, 
you know, you think about things, especially when you're going through a divorce, like, man, you know, should I work it out? Should I, you know, because we could have a family together, all those things. But I realized like, no, I made the right decision. And thank God I did. But and I'm glad that I didn't have children with that man. But I also had to realize that, you know, everything happens in the in in the divine order in which it's supposed to happen. But I was devastated, y'all. Like I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able to have children one day? And I'm thinking, you know, this was four years ago. A lot happens in four years. And I'm thinking, Okay, well, there's still time. Maybe I'll meet somebody in a couple of years, have some kids before I'm 40. Well, here I am, 40, still no kids. But I had so much anxiety about it, and then I started to get angry because I'm like, you know, me and my ex could have worked it out, and we could have had these babies and all this stuff. But again, I had to realize that I made a decision, and I had to do what was best for me. So... You know, in thinking about that, you know, and the first thing that my OBGYN said to me was, you know, think about freezing your eggs. Well, I'm still trying to process all of this. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that right now. What are the alternatives, you know? And she's like, you're getting older. Your eggs are getting older, you know? And so I, you know, after I had processed that, like months of processing and probably not until a year later, I started looking into what I could do in terms of natural, increasing my fertility naturally. But, you know, fast forward, you know, 40 at 40, I'm still like, okay, what do I do? You know, so having that fertility discussion is really tough. And uh, thank you, Tiffany. And so I, I, you know, I've just gone back and forth about what to do because, you know, we have that biological clock that's ticking. And, you know, I revisited the conversation again with my OBGYN. She sent me to a fertility doctor. And again, it was like the only option was, okay, you need to freeze your eggs. And he's like, you ain't getting no younger. And you either need to freeze these 40-year-old eggs or you go have old 42 eggs. And I'm like, ma'am, like, why is it so much pressure on women? You know, we have all these decisions to make about our body. And, and this has just been something that I've had a lot of anxiety about. So, you know, again, like thinking about, okay, well, what, what are the alternative options? And so I joke with my parents, but I told them, I said, listen, uh, you know, I may have to go about things untraditionally, unconventionally. I may just have a baby out of wedlock. You know, I might go, go, go over to Italy, Greece, go find me a baby daddy. And then that, that's just what it is, you know, come on back. But it's just like. I, you know, unfortunately, this is where I am. And I'm like, I, you know, I did have some conversations with some friends. Hey, Talisa. Um, thank you, Robin. Yes, yes. I believe I made the right decision. Absolutely. So um, I, um, what was I saying? So, yeah. So I, y'all, okay. I And I'm dead serious about this when I, when I say I had a conversation with one of my male friends. This was someone I had known since childhood. And I asked him, you know, there were a couple friends I had in mind, but I wanted to ask someone that I trusted because, again, the pool is slim out here. And either, like I said, I'm going to fly out of the country and go have me a baby. Or, you know, I talked to my friend like, hey, would you consider 
being, you know, my baby daddy, my sperm donor. You wouldn't be fiscally responsible. You wouldn't have to be involved if you didn't want to because he already had children. He even had a grandchild. And it's crazy at this age to even think about somebody that has a grandchild. But... You know, at first he was like, you know, Joy, I really can't see myself having a kid with you and not being involved in the child's life. Okay, sure, you can be involved. And then he came back around and was like, okay, no, I don't want any more kids. But it wasn't about like, okay, you have more kids. I just want the baby. So then, y'all, the conversation turned around on me because he started to see possibilities of us being together, but that wasn't even on the table before. And he started seeing possibilities of us being together. And then all of a sudden it became, well, you just want a baby more than you want a man. And I was like, how did it, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, you say you way more children. I do, but you don't have to be involved. I'm letting you off the hook. So I had this same conversation with one of my friends last week. And he said the same thing that my friend said, my other friend said, like, you seem like you want the baby more than a man. And I said, no, that's not true. I said, a man will come. And I believe I have a better chance of finding a man with me having a kid. So I just and, and I said, well, maybe I'm asking it in the wrong way. And you guys can feel free to chime in here. But I was like, that's not what I was saying. I have a biological clock. <laughs> so for me, I'm prioritizing baby and then man. And hey, if I can get a package deal, that's great. I'm not saying I don't want a man, but I think that the convert the I think that the I think that the the conversation is is getting misconstrued. So I realized that okay, maybe they're thinking of it that's that way because maybe they want that with me but I didn't necessarily want to be in a relationship with that particular person so it was really interesting because I'm like hmm but like I said y'all I feel like if I had a baby I probably would have a man because you know men want to help they want to be needed and then well, let me help you with your little baby with your child so um so, yeah, that is where I am. And, um, you know, I said, well, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. But I've thought about, you know, adoption, you know, or just being in a perpetual auntie role. But it's it's difficult. It is difficult being in this place. And I don't think a lot a lot of us talk about it enough, especially women who don't have children at this age. And so, you know, I wanted to talk about that today because it's definitely my reality and sharing that with people who don't have kids. Um, you know, we're all kind of in the same same boat. Um, and it's like either you get to a point where you're just OK with not having children or you just, you know, like I said, figure out some other options. Um, and I and I have to be honest, sometimes I do feel pressured to have children, to leave a legacy, because now it's just me. You know, my sister is gone and, you know, we were supposed to be raising our children together. And I do want to give my parents grandchildren, but, you know, these are the cards that I was dealt. And so... <laughs> I don't know what else to do. I wish it was a different story. Um, so speaking of cards that we are being dealt, the what the sip is, um, 
Nick Cannon, y'all, you know, this, he now has 10 children and I can't even keep count of all the baby mothers that I know one of them he has three children with, but I, I just, I can't keep count. And so it's like, you, you got, I'm just trying to get one. Now, if Nick Cannon approached me to have a baby, sure, you want to plant your seed in this world, by all means, you can be my baby daddy. <laughs> You know, because at least I might be set up, you know, with with this child. But it's just crazy because, you know, I know he has lupus and, um, you know, he has lupus. And so he was worried about his health and maybe not being able to leave a legacy. But I don't know how many legacies do you need to leave? Like I said, I'm just trying to get one out the deal. <laughs> so, um Yes, yeah, see, my mama, y'all, see, she in the chat. I'll take them any way I can get them, exactly. So, I I don't know. I don't know what you guys, what your thoughts are on this. Um, you know, I will, uh, oh, and what I'm drinking, y'all, is a Zinfandel. I didn't mention that. I think I mentioned it earlier. But if you guys want to chime in on this, you can call 713-396-0277. Or just on anything I'm saying in general, if there are men in the chat, I in the chat or on the on the line I would love to hear your thoughts about if a woman just wants to have a child with you and it's a friend and you know you don't want any more kids for yourself like what what are your thoughts on that because I would love I would love to know I would love to hear a man's perspective on that uh 5 10 20 legacies right he gonna leave them all Shanna <laughs> leave all all the legacies okay because listen i'm i'm just trying to get one okay i i is there one in the house tonight because i just want to know so um robin asks, would you consider going to the sperm bank i would it's a whole lot of stuff that goes into that but i think that's kind of along the lines of freezing your eggs you you still have to do that whole process of you know injecting the eggs embryos all that stuff i'm open to it y'all i'm in deep prayer about this because it has been something that i need to make a decision about soon um because like i said i got a window you know there are people having babies at 50 you know um i was telling one of my friends the other day i'm like girl you still got time do it <laughs> but I I do. I have to think about what I really, really want to do. I just I just feel so pressured. <laughs> feel pressured, y'all. Just pray that the man of my my dreams and of my manifestations comes to me, you know, sometime soon. So then I don't have to be stressed out about this. And then we can work out what we gonna do together. Because this is just too much for me. But yeah, it is thinking about those options as well, Robin. So thank you for asking that question. Um, okay, so we don't have any callers. So I'm going to get to these questions. All right. So first question, and Robin, you funny. Uh, you said besides wine, what do you do to reset and recharge? So I am a huge advocate of naps, guys. If I don't have my nap, I am not in a good mood and I cannot function. 
Um, I also, I, I like just going outside, getting some fresh air. Now, not the heat, because I am not one with the sun. But I do like to get some fresh air. Um, I like to travel. Traveling is a really big thing for me. I try to go somewhere at least once a month, because Houston be driving me crazy. And, like, my anxiety is through the roof when I'm in this city. But I love, I love to travel, especially getting away and going on a beach somewhere where I can just kind of unplug. That's kind of my idea of resetting and recharging. And um, yeah, um, I had a question. Are you a sommelier? Not yet, but we putting it out there in the universe. I am WSET level two. So that is a wine certification, but it does not make me a SOM. But I am on my way to that, guys. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. But I am WSET level two. I passed my WSET level two certification over the summer. So I'm excited about that. Just getting all this wine knowledge. Because the more knowledge I give, the more I can give you guys. Um, but I do want to be a psalm um, because I told you guys I want to open my wine bar one day soon. That is in the near future. Uh, my mom said, I hope Nick Cannon lives to a ripe old age. I also hope he has a great estate planner. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. I'm sure he's got all those accounts set up. Okay, next question is, do you drink Moscato? <laughs> oh, man. You know... Listen, for those of you who like Moscato, I'm not judging. I might be judging a little bit. But Moscato is a dessert wine, so I don't just drink Moscato just to be drinking it. It's it's very sweet, and I'm, I'm more of a red wine drinker, and so I don't really do... I don't really do sweet wines. If I do a sweet wine, I do like a Gewürztraminer or a Riesling because those aren't as sweet as a Moscato. So, um, you know, if that's all there is, you know, I might. But I'm going to have to mix that with something. Uh, let's see. Next question is, how long were you married? I was married for three and a half years. We were engaged for a year and a half and we dated a year and a half. And it took me two and a half years to divorce him. So that was a long time being involved with that man. Um, let's see. <laughs> Sharon said a Gewürztraminer or what? A Gewürztraminer. <laughs> it is a German wine and it's more on the sweet side. <laughs> You so funny, Sharon. Uh, last question here is how old are you? And I mentioned it earlier, but I am 40. But uh, yeah, I'll be 41 in January. So if anybody wants to send me some early birthday gifts, they are welcome. Um, all right. So, so please spell that for me. Oh, now you're going to put me on the spot. Okay. It is G-E-W-U-R-T. R A Z. I see. I need to start over. I need to write it down. Gewurztraminer. <laughs> G E W U R T R. No, I'm missing something. Gewurz. T Z R A M I N E R. Woo. Okay. <laughs> you know, I used to be a spelling champion back in the day. So I think I got it. G E W U R T R. T-Z-R-A-M-I-N-E-R. Gewürztraminer. Yay, I think I got it. <laughs> yes, you probably right. Yeah, you were way off. 
Um, so yeah, that is, you know, I should probably feature a reverse demeanor on the, on the show one day. My mom said, type it in the chat. Y'all are really asking for a lot right now. And I still am trying to make sure that I'm typing it right. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So let's see. I'm praying for a birthday baby for your 41st. Well, you know, that's that's all in a few months, Tiffany. So I don't know. But anything is possible. So we, we can definitely pray on that. All right, y'all. So when I start having these babies that y'all praying for and y'all waiting for, I need all the grannies and the aunties on deck. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's really good. I do I do like those, Sharon. So you'll definitely enjoy that. And see, Sharon tried the Pinotage, y'all. So these recommendations that I give you, they're actually really good. I'm not I will not lead you all astray. I may lead you all astray on some things, but it won't be food and wine. So that is not not my ministry to set people up for failure with food and wine. All my friends will tell you they know where to go. If they want to know where to go for food, to ask me all right guys we gonna leave a little early tonight because i got somewhere to be but i'm so glad to be back for season two of sip with joy and um you guys um be good try out um i'll tell you about this zinfandel on uh, this weekend on the sip of the day and i miss y'all so much tiffany said i'm in here in houston and have two sons in college and one in fifth grade Woo, bless your heart tiffany so yeah i want all y'all to be on deck when i have these babies because i'm sending them to auntie camps granny camp all of it all right love y'all see you next monday bye